Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Stay calm. Winter changed into spring. Spring changed into summer. Summer changed back into winter. And winter gave spring and summer a miss and went straight on into autumn. You know what? At least the weather's turned. Oh, sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Oh, finally, sweater, sweater weather. weather. Oh, sweater weather. It's about time. It's about time. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Oh, finally, sweater weather. 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 I'm not wearing a sweater though. I'm wearing a hoodie. Some people call them sweaters. In the UK, they call them sweaters. Really? Mm-hmm. It's hoodie weather. It's hoodie weather. It's uh, episode 192 of the Vent Lab. Whoa! I think I think it's episode 192. We are so close to reaching 200, and we said last week we were going to discuss a, like how we we're going to celebrate our 200th episode. Yeah, and I'm sure we will at some point. We have not discussed it <laughs> at all. Uh, that's that's okay. We still got time. We're busy people. We've been very busy lately, in a good way, like mm-hmm. working a lot. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to get uh, too far into that because I want to talk about hoodies. Okay. Because before we started recording, you were telling me that you had to pick your mm. your hoodie this morning. Well, okay. Yesterday, I was I was watching the weather because I was like, wow, it's still really warm out, and then this thunderstorm swept through. And it really cooled things down. Mm-hmm. So I checked the forecast and it said that the rest of this week was going to be in the lower 70s. And yeah. I was like, I can wear hoodies again. Mm. I was like, hoodies and jeans. Okay, this is really exciting. And I was like, this is like the first day to start this season of wearing hoodies. What is the first hoodie I'm going to choose? And that's the one you went with? I went with my um, burgundy off the wall hoodie. All right. It's just a real comfy hoodie. I have a gray one that looks exactly like it. It's not my very favorite hoodie, but I wore my very favorite hoodie on Monday because I knew Monday was going to be a long day and it was hot out, but I needed to wear my favorite hoodie because I I desperately needed help. Is your emotional support better hoodie? that day? Uh-huh. That's fine. I didn't realize I had an emotional support hoodie, but you nailed it. It is. It's my emotional support hoodie. Did you also have a uh, emotional support blanket whenever you were a kid? I did. It was Same. blue and green and white and had little flowers on it and it had satin around the edges. Wow. And then I like, I would bite it and rip at it when I got stressed and I ripped it to pieces. And my mom told me that a monkey stole it and jumped on the school bus. I didn't know we had monkeys in, uh, in never, Nebraska. It was in Iowa. I never caught that monkey. No, but no witnesses. Except for my mom. Nobody else saw the monkey. Well, it's probably dead now. What's the average uh, lifespan of a monkey? Mm, I think they live to be pretty old. It depends on what kind of monkey that you're talking about. Monkey. Not monarch butterfly. Goo, can you hear me? Are you even listening? I I imagined it to be... About 20 years. Between 20 and 30 years. Not a gorilla, but like, like a monkey, you know? And not like a spider monkey, like a regular old monkey. Dude, look how cute capuchin monkeys are. Yeah, they are really cute. But that wasn't the kind of monkey that stole my blanket. I mean, it might have been, but I was imagining just a plain old monkey. Like, what do you mean kind a plain of, old monkey? Kind of like the ones, kind of like the ones like the size of the ones on the Wizard of Oz that had wings but without wings. The flying monkeys. Yeah, like a chimp. You were probably imagining a chimp. A chimp. That's the word I was looking for. A chimpanzee. Yep, I I was pretty sure it was a chimp that took my blankie. The chimpan chimpanzee, average lifespan of a chimpanzee forty years. Okay, well, <clears throat> he's probably still alive then with my blankie. My daughter has Barely, a blankie. Though. Still? Well, she has she has several of them. There was a point where I took them away. They're like they're the same kind of blanket but different colored, and she she's chewed on them since like birth. Like she shoves it in her mouth and I was like, someday that'll go away. Mm-hmm. And then I said to myself, like when I was feeling discouraged about like how many times I had taken away the blankets and she had found them and she's just been obsessed with these blankets. I was like, like when she was in third grade, I was like, it's not like she's going to go to like a sleepover when she's 17 and have her blanket with her. 
Well, the other night she went to stay the night at a friend's house for her friend's 16th birthday. My daughter is like weeks from being 17. And she was at work and she texted me and said, I think I forgot my orange blanket, which we call her travel blanket because she has a large pink or yeah, she has a large pink one and a small orange one. So the orange one is her travel blanket. And and she wanted to make sure that she remembered to pack it so that she could take her blanket with her to stay the night at her friend's house. And I was like, I failed. I failed. She is taking her blanket to sleepovers as a teenager. You did fail. Why what what's keeping you from hiding it now? The fact that she's 17 and she like you can't hide anything from teenagers like well, they'll find anything in the house anywhere okay uh, you're right my mom used to hide my game boy from me all the time and i would just find it instead of doing the thing that she wanted me to accomplish uh-huh. to get the game boy back you're right what will work is just throwing it in the trash i can't do that that i've got to keep it like that is such an important like a staple in her life like then just she cut will a piece that. of it she will pass that down to her children she has a very hard time sleeping, and I'm afraid if I completely take it away from her, like she has dependency issues, and that's gonna it's gonna throw everything off. Like anybody else have a teenager that still like goes to bed with their stuffed animal or their blanket? Okay, you am know, I the only one? I, I can't be fully judgmental of your daughter because I have a pillow that I take most places. You've seen it's this a normal pillow. pillow. Uh, well. It's just been through, it, it's seen some stuff. So this pillow was used whenever I got it. It was a pillow that my oldest brother, who's like 12 or 13 years older than me, it was it was a pillow one of his friends left at our house during a sleepover. It wasn't even like a pillow that was bought. It was just like no. a leftover. And it was gross whenever we got it. Oh my um, gosh. Like yellow from body sweat and stuff, like gross. But it was the squishiest pillow that I like it, for <laughs> pillow fight, bro. This is the greatest pillow. You shove the thing to the end and you just mace people with it, like <gasps> club them. For how afraid you are of like spiders and stuff, you would think like there's so much bacteria in that pillow that's gotta be like, and you just lay your face mm. on it every single night. Uh, bacteria and spiders are totally different things, Rebecca. You can I know, see but spiders. I thought- I mean, I thought you'd be concerned with stuff like that. I am a little bit of a germaphobe, but it's also really selective on things. Also, I started using this pillow before I uh, adopted those personality traits. But you still use it. Yeah. I slept on that pillow once. Ew, you slept on my pillow? Yeah, remember when we were on the road trip and your pillow was the only thing in the car and... It was really comfy though, wasn't it? The rest of us packed our pillows and so you let me use yours. Here's the nice thing about this pillow is it's so squishy that it's always cool. Okay, was it comfortable? Yes, but now that I know like the ancient history behind this pillow, I can't believe you even offered it to me. It's been washed before. Like Like the full thing thrown in the wash. Can you wash pillows? Sure you can. We just throw them away. That's the difference between your family and mine. I think you can wash them. It's been washed. I'm sure it's been washed. Surely it's been, it's probably, you know what? The old bacteria, the old bacteria probably has been dead anyway. So it it doesn't have a long lifespan. Web saying hi on the, on the text line. What's up web? Watching on Twitch. Oh gosh. I got to take off my hoodie now because it's hot. We're drinking tea in the studio. It feels like a fall day. I opened up all of my windows. Um, Michael Mackey, uh, he, uh, local celebrity here in Kansas City, he always says that his mom would tell him when it got like weather, nice weather like this to open up the windows and blow the stink out. And so this morning when I woke up and I was like, it's really nice outside. It's time to open up the windows and blow the stink out. And so I I started opening windows, but that I didn't open windows in my studio. And so that means that there's no air movement in here because the air conditioner is not kicking oh, on because it's yeah. cool in the rest of the house. So it's kind of stuffy. And why the didn't studio. you crack open the window in the studio? Because I was cold. Like I was getting the air from the rest of the house, and I was also drinking a cold drink this afternoon. A cold beverage. I got myself a Starbucks refresher. A uh, nice cover. A uh, Trinte. And so I was uh, my stars. Like my stars added up on on my Starbucks app. So I got a free. Trinity and I had to get the biggest size drink. Anyway, so I was feeling cold, so I didn't open 
the window in here. It was comfortable. Mm, yeah. I now just, it's kind of warm. Now I'm realizing that I really missed out today for not opening up the windows in my apartment. Yeah, probably. Because I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was driving and I thought, you know what, as a like kid and as a teenager, I hated this weird time of year where it's cold in the morning and it's cold in the evening, like in the, in the night, but in the daytime it's hot because you never know what to wear. Like in, in the morning, you don't want to put on shorts and a hoodie, but it's cold or because it's cold, you don't want to put on shorts and a t-shirt because it's cold. But then in the evening, if you're wearing jeans and a hoodie, then it's, it's hot. You can take off your hoodie, but you're still going to be hot from wearing jeans. So then you either have to put on shorts in the morning and just endure the coldness until it gets hot or put on the jeans and in, in, and then endure the hotness in the wow, afternoon. Life is so complicated for you. Well, not anymore because I'm an adult and I pay for electricity and energy and all that. So now I'm just uh, feeling hashtag blessed during this time of year because you only have to run the AC for like some of the day, not even the full day. You can cut that bad boy down. I slept with the windows open for the first time last night because it dipped down into the 50s and it was so nice and cool when I woke up this morning, like I was sleeping so well, Elvis was sleeping on his little doggy bed, his big doggy bed right mm -hmm. next to me. He looked like he was having an excellent slumber as well. My alarm went off and I was like, this feels way too good to disturb. Push snooze two times. Wow. So I can enjoy the coolness of the air in my room. I was like cozy, warm under my blankets. It was, it was a really good night's sleep. Those are some good nights. Yeah. Yep. You had the best, honestly. I don't even know how we got here. We were talking about blankets. Sweater weather. And hoodies. Sweater weather. how nice the weather is. Sweater weather. Yep. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yep. And here sweater, we are. Sweater weather. Sweater, 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 sweater. Anyway, so how's work going, Nathan? Sweater weather. Oh, work is great. Uh, It's good. I, I went into work today, actually. It's a fundraiser week. At 88.5. Which is a really busy week. Oh, uh, yeah. a radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a listener-supported radio station. So this is pretty much one of the few times that the radio station makes money is during this week, essentially. You know what my boss told me this week? <sighs> Today, actually? What did he tell you? He told me that if I were to quit, which the reason why we had this discussion was because I was doing a story on the great resignation and how you should resign properly like uh -huh. tips for resigning properly the great resignation and he was letting me know hey don't get any ideas and so i joked with him that i i was looking for suggestions on how to resign properly and he said if you quit i'm going to retire and i thought that was such a great compliment yeah it is such a great compliment that i'm going to have to let him down gently when I let him know I'm taking a job as a personal napper because Nathan, oh, I found the perfect, perfect job. Like I've never felt more qualified for a position in all my life. I've never been more excited about the idea of going to work at this place, which would be my house <laughs> in my bed asleep. Can you really uh... every day? For uh, 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes? Yeah, so you just take a 30-minute nap each day, but you could get $1,500. You have to you have to nap for 30 days straight, which... That sounds like more of a it's, tease. It's not a... intimidating at all to me. Like, you have to do this every day? No, I dream about doing this every day. Well, you're clearly asleep because you're dreaming about it. I, I know like so, uh, this is this job is perfect for me. There's people out there that that I've heard say that they don't like napping. Who? My son does not like napping. I don't understand. Like I don't get it. I can sleep better during the day than I can sleep at night. And I don't really have a problem sleeping at night, but I can like fall asleep anywhere under any circumstances during the day. Same. I, uh, you know what? I think we should have a friendly competition to see who should apply for this nap, nap reviewer. Well, I think we can both apply for it. I believe that there it's open. Five positions are open. Well, what are the odds that we both get it? You know, well, I don't know. I mean, we should at least try. Right. But like, if it comes down, you know, hypothetically, we both apply for it. They're like, we can't decide between the two of you. You guys have to do a nap off. 
okay, to see who's the better <laughs> napper. Would you be open for that? I mean, what's the description of a good napper? Does it just mean like who falls asleep the quickest and stays like how fast you go into like the REM? Can you even do that in 30 minutes? Doesn't it take longer to get into REM sleep? I think you I don't know. get into REM sleep in 30 minutes. I don't know if you get out of it. Um, so I, you would just be going into your REM sleep when they're telling you you have to wake up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I say this feels like more like torture. This feels more like a tease. How long, how long of naps do you normally take? Two hours, maybe three. Uh, it's about the same for me. And I know like they suggest that you take like a 15 minute nap during the day and that'll give you like a nice little recharge. But two to three hours is um, it's a pretty good mark for me. Yeah. Okay. So let's see here. The dedicated nappers will be required to take part in a variety of experiments, testing out theories such as the best nap duration for feeling refreshed, the effects of napping on overall levels of fatigue, and the effects of napping on memory, motivation, and pro productivity. Okay. You'll be required to take part in a video call before and after each experiment to ensure they understand their tasks fully and to complete a verbal questionnaire detailing their experience and results. In return for their participation, each NAP reviewer, which is my new job title, will receive a payment of $1,500 $1, at the end of the testing period. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that easy peasy. What's, uh, Sarah, you're a, you're a mom. So you probably had like sleep deprivation pretty rough at some point in your life, uh -huh. right? Did you used to like fall asleep in the middle of the floor? Um, I remember falling asleep like in different places or like I lost my child once. I believe it was Zacchaeus. I don't remember le losing Grace. Pretty sure I lost Zacchaeus. Because you were napping? Well, like I couldn't remember if I, if I, listen, when you're a new mom, Every time you sleep is, is a nap. Like your life is a series of naps. You never have like a full night's sleep. So at some point I had gotten up with him in the night and I went back to bed and I couldn't remember what I did with him. He was safe in his bed, by the way. But I, I woke up and thought like I had brought him to bed with me and I was like desperately searching my bed for him. Uh, and then I was like looking on the floor like it was incredibly frightening. And I cannot tell you the relief when I went to his room and he was safe in his bed, like, whew, I, I may be sleep deprived and absolutely insane, but I had enough like cognitive ability to safely lay my child in his bed and then get myself to bed. Yeah. I've fallen asleep on the floor a lot, fallen asleep like in hay, in the snow. <laughs> Which is kind of scary. Okay, that's kind of a scary thing to fall asleep. You just in the like snow. are you are you just dropping down into the snow and oh, like dude, you just can't so go anymore? Or? Well, it's it's like yeah, yeah. You're just walking exactly. through the snow and you're like, I'm I'm just done. No, it's like I'm playing in the snow. You do like a snow angel or something, and you're like, you know, it's it's kind of nice right here. I might just take a nap. It's really bright outside, so it's hard to keep your eyes open anyway. You know, you never done that. Okay, well, I haven't been like playing in the snow as as a kid. And like been real cozy in the snow and decided I didn't really want to get up and move and just kind of closed my eyes and chilled there for a little bit. But like the situation I have like as an adult now is sometimes I'm so tired when I'm driving that I think if I got in an accident, I would just pretend I was really hurt so that I could take a nap. Like... <laughs> Like I would just close my eyes and be like the paramedics would be arrive and I'd not be able to answer their questions and they're, they'd be like, she needs to go to the hospital Ooh. stat. And then they would transfer me to the bed in the, the ambulance and drive me to the hospital. And I would get like a good solid 30 minutes to an hour. That would be such an expensive nap. Yeah, but sometimes you're so tired that you don't even care what it would cost. You just need to. Okay, that's true. You just need to sleep. That's true. And then I would wake up and be like, actually, I'm good. That was a really good nap. Mm -hmm. I wonder if in this nap review thing, I wonder if they test like if the nap conditions have anything to do with like uh, what you eat beforehand or what you drink beforehand or anything like that. I mean, know? there is a questionnaire and stuff. So, I mean, maybe. The span of questions, the possibility of what they could ask is endless. I'm prepared for it, though. What, whatever they want to throw at me. Hmm. You can ask me all you want right before I take a nap, and then I'll take a nap. 
and then then ask away afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a sacrifice I make for the career that I've been preparing my entire life for. I uh, I had a uh, moment earlier today. In fact, um, I drank coffee, and then I went home and just laid on my bed and I wanted to sleep so bad Mm -hmm. and it never makes sense in my head whenever that happens because you drink coffee for the caffeine and it tastes good but primarily you drink it for the caffeine even if you say you don't you still drink it for the caffeine yeah but get you going right and then uh and then whenever you're tired after drinking coffee you're like this is kind of weird what's what's going on so is I, that normal for people to feel tired after they drink coffee? I've heard some people are like, no, I can't drink coffee. It makes me tired. And I was like, all right, you're kind of full of it, guy. Like, I don't believe that. But it happens to me now. It hasn't always happened to me. I used to get hyped off coffee. Uh huh. So it's changed somewhere along the way. Somewhere it changed. And I thought I was just kind of uh, one adapting to the coffee, like to the caffeine and everything. But two, I thought, okay, I'm like, I've basically triggered some Pavlon, Pavlov, Pav, Pavlov, Pavlovian. Oh, the dogs yeah. that, sal- that salivate? Yeah, basically where the bell rings? I drink coffee whenever I'm tired. And so now every time I drink coffee, my brain is like, oh, you're tired. I get it. You're tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was reading through a Reddit article. Just hap- I, wasn't, I wasn't even looking for this. It just happened that I was reading through it at the time. Uh-huh. Um, where somebody had mentioned that the same thing happens to them. Like, yeah, I wish I could drink coffee. I just get really tired whenever I do. And then somebody commented below them and were like, do you have ADHD? Yeah. And then everybody was like, why did you just ask that? That's so like out of the blue. And then they explained that apparently a lot of people with ADHD get tired after drinking coffee. Okay. Well, this is very interesting, Nathan, because didn't I ask you, I believe it was in the last podcast, maybe the one before. I just came out and asked you if you had ADHD because you were exhibiting some behaviors that I thought that that, I, okay. I was very hesitant to ask you because I don't want to offend you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's something a lot of people have, but I, I, I wasn't sure how you would feel about me asking you. It just kind of came out anyway. Do you remember? You were like, no, why that conversation came up? No, because I can't remember for the life of me. Yeah. That sounds like, Okay. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway, no. I uh. I don't like self um. Diagnosing. Diagnosing. Mm-hmm. Because you get people like I feel like my generation especially was like, oh my gosh, I'm so ADHD or I'm so OCD. I have to fold my clothes before putting in my drawer, and it's like, no, that's just normal. You're just a normal human being. Mm-hmm. So I never wanted to be like those people. So I never wanted to like call myself OCD or ADHD or have depression or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you I'm just always, don't like having labels put on you. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like I just don't like labels, man. Um, Are you a surfer? I guess. Wait, so. did I just label you? Yeah, you did. I hate that you just did that. I'm not a surfer. All right. Um, but anyway, so I, I'm always hesitant to like self whatever the, the D word is there. What is it? Diagnose. Yep. Got it. Mm-hmm. But as I get older, the more like scatterbrained I get, coffee makes me tired now. Half the time, whenever I'm talking to somebody, I have to like be constantly grabbing my attention and redirecting it to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't always happened. I mean, I graduated high school and college, so I had to have I had mean, some sort of. Lots of people do. Right. But okay. also, there's a lot of people who take Adderall and stuff mm-hmm. to focus. Mm-hmm. I got through without any of that. I had no problem you were focusing also in class. Schooled. I said college too, Rebecca. Okay. You were there. You know, I, gr- I graduated before you, punk. You also started before me, punk. Uh, that's just because I like to get things done. Okay, 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 okay. Anyway. <sighs> Web asked if, if this show is putting us to sleep. I'm sorry. I'll get to the point. The point is I might have ADHD, but I'm too scared to admit it. And I'm not going to go to the doctor because at this point in my life, it hasn't caused any like real problems. Okay. But like, what if, what if you do? What if I do? And what if some of these things that you have struggled with could be like really easily adjusted and it helps it benefits you in life and it benefits the people that are around you you know like the people that repeatedly tell you the same thing over and over because you couldn't listen 
the first time somebody explained something. Okay, but Rebecca, think about this. Think about this. What if that's my personality? And what if I talk to the doctor and they give me some medication to cure this it doesn't quote cure unquote it. It ADHD? It. Thank you. Um, and then I, and suddenly I'm not the Nathan everybody knows. And suddenly I'm this bored, well, mellow Nathan. I don't think it'll change your personality, but what if it helped you to really hone in and focus better and made you better at your skill? Better at my personality? No, better at your skill. Better at being Nathan? Better at being a radio person because okay, you're on. able to listen to instructions better and hold maybe on. it'll help you with like time management and stuff. What if that was the case? I think it very much does have to do with my terrible uh, time management. But are you just trying to use me? Because you, oh, oh don't um, look so surprised. I think Rebecca, that we I both think... know your success is fully dependent upon my success. <laughs> so you're trying to get me to take all this medication and get all drugged up so that I'm better at my job so that you can get a better job and a higher paying job. I you're just you using me to be better at your job for both of us. I mean, I think you're already great, but imagine if like you were your full potential. Yeah, imagine how imagine much more money this, you could make. Yes. What if this Oh but you benefit too. If I benefit, you benefit. It goes both ways. What makes you think I want these benefits? Who doesn't? Carry on. Anyway, it's a great conversation just to have with your doctor and you can ask those questions about your personality and stuff. Just like bring up the concerns that you're having. But in the meantime, should we we could we could self-diagnose you and do like a little quiz or something and see uh, I'll be honest. We'll just we'll just cut the jazz. Okay. I already took the test. Yeah. I already took the quiz. It says I have ADHD, but <laughs> listen, it's just a dumb quiz on the internet. Uh-huh. Okay. It's well, got so many ads. It's just a money grubbing. Okay, just, like what kind of questions was it asking you? I don't remember. I don't or, care. What, were you picking out like like colored squares and things like that? No. Why would I have to do that? Oh, I don't know. What kind? What do they do to test you to see if you have ADHD? They just ask questions. Like, is this 45 question quiz boring you? Yes. I want to stop. I had a hard time finishing the quiz. It had so many questions. If it weren't for the fact that I was sitting okay. on the toilet while taking it, I wouldn't have finished it. Just your response to the quiz makes you sound like you have ADHD. It's like you don't even have to take the quiz. Like they could be like, how do you feel about taking this quiz? And you're like, honestly, I don't think I can handle sitting through it. How many questions are there? If there's more than three, I'm not taking it. And they're like, yep, you have ADHD. <laughs> okay, that's a good start. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm pretending that I don't know anything about this, but I do because I took the quiz mm -hmm. today as well. I sent it to you to self-diagnose you because I'm really into self-diagnosing myself. Most of the time when I self-diagnose myself, I'm like, hmm, sounds like I'm dying. I'm not going to do anything about it. That's almost always my response. But with this, I was like, well, let's see if Nathan has ADHD. I'll send him a little quiz and I'll take the quiz myself. So I'm just dancing my way through the quiz. Did you have any trouble finishing it? It had a lot of questions. It did have a lot of questions. The only reason why I was like thinking about how many questions is because I was in the middle of my work day and I was anchoring and I was like, how much longer is this going to go on? Because I really have to get back to anchoring. Um, but I, I did finish the quiz. I, I was literally like going through it, like feeling so confident about every question I answered. Like I am so the opposite of ADHD. I'm like, yes, I'm super organized. Yes, I'm on time for things. I mean, Shotgun Jackson would disagree with that. Shotgun Jackson. Most of the time. I'm on time for things. I, I don't remember what the other questions were, but I felt pretty confident. And then at the end of it, it like lets you know, like, if you have ADHD. And it was like, yeah, you probably do. And I was feeling a little concerned with that response. But then you sent me yours and yours was like, yeah, you definitely. <laughs> yeah. What does yours say? It says you are totally ADHD. Yeah. And mine was more like, you just might have it, which I was like, no, I, I don't. But I think you might. Here's, here's my, my thinking. I don't think you have ADHD. I don't know if there is a non, yes, you have ADHD. Uh, response. Response. To that quiz, I'm thinking uh, this is how self-diagnosis freaking quizzes work is they just tell everybody <laughs> 
that they have ADHD and are, oh my God, I have well, ADHD. But yours was like a really strong reaction. Mine was like, you, you just might. You should probably go get that checked out. And yours was like, nah, we're not even playing around. <laughs> like you've Bro. definitely got it. Like we've never more felt more confident about issuing a self-diagnosis than this moment right here. They should have had a question. I think the last question should have been, are you struggling to finish this <laughs> long quiz? We intentionally made it long so that people who actually have ADHD don't make it all the way through. Anyway, to the quiz creator's credit, it does say only your doctor can diagnose you, but you exhibit most of the symptoms associated with ADHD. That's the subtext. Anyway, I'm thinking you just you just need to bring it up with your doctor next Why, time. Why, dude? I don't think I do. See, we always suspected that Zacchaeus had ADHD because he's very tactile, like he it just he's got to work with his hands. He mm -hmm. he could not just sit and take a test and stuff like that. And and his his teachers always like were trying to push us in that direction to treat him for ADHD or get him diagnosed for ADHD, but we didn't. We just, we resisted it all the way through. But part of me wonders if I wouldn't have been so resistant to it, if if school would have been a little bit simpler for him, if he would have been a little bit more focused and been able to receive some things that he wasn't actually able to receive because he was distracted. You know, in retrospect, um, so my oldest brother, my whole family was homeschooled, but my oldest brother went to like actual normal school Really? Um, for a little bit, not okay. his whole life. He um, is that why he's so cool? Well, yeah, except he wasn't very good at normal school because he couldn't focus. Mm hmm. <laughs> and uh, I remember mom telling me stories about how hard of a time he had in classrooms because he couldn't like sit still and couldn't focus on uh -huh. what the teachers were saying, even on the one on one stuff. And then her telling me that I was the exact same. So, like, it makes sense, <laughs> I guess. I probably could have figured that out. I didn't need a dumb little quiz to tell me. Oh, Webb is giving us some advice here. He says AD and HD are two different diagnoses. Atten diagnoses. Attention deficit and hyperactive disorder can be separate issues. Oh, so maybe I just have ADD. Yes, I have heard that before. Attention deficit disorder. Uh-huh. And not attention deficit, uh, hyper, hyper, hyperactive. Mm, yep. I wonder what hyperactive disorder is. Is that like whenever they, uh, well, okay. Uh, Richard says he has both. Um, hi Richard, by the way. Uh, so they, they thought Zacchaeus had both because he's always fidgeting and working with his hands and moving around and like. Uh, those of you who are watching on the stream, when he'd get excited, he moves his arms like really fast. And so I think he would have the hyper side of it. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, he's, he's really good as a mechanic. And though he can't sit down and like read a book for a long period of time, he can watch a video or he can watch somebody else do a job and then he can go do that right away. Like he picks up all that tactile stuff really right. fast. <clears throat> but I wonder if he would still have that ability and also be able to read a manual if maybe he had the ability to focus better. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I realized taking that quiz, one of the questions asked about like, do you fidget? Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think of a time that I've sat like in a chair and not fidgeted. Mm -hmm. And then I was just thinking about that again as I'm like rapidly, aggressively shaking my feet. Uh huh. And I, I play with the, the cord of my headphones the yeah. entire time I'm talking. Um, yeah. Anyway, I guess I fidget a lot. I'm not gonna get a fidget spinner though. Though they're kind of kind Do of cool. You know what the new thing is right now? Yeah, it's those freaking poppers. They're yes, lame. Yes, I think they're really cool. Eh, whatever. They've got all these little fidget things that the fidget things weren't cool. They weren't even like acceptable when my son needed fidget things for Sunday school because he couldn't pay attention. We always sent him with like a baggie of Cheetos. Oh, yeah. not Cheetos. Sorry. That would have been really, really bad. Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios. So he would just like snack on the Cheerios the entire time. That's really smart. Yeah. But like in school, it wasn't so acceptable. And so we actually had to put him in like the 
I can't remember what it was called now, but like special program, not that he had a learning disability, but like they gave him assistance. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't remember now. Anyway, um, that way they worked with him a lot more and let him like get up and move around and stuff like that while he was testing and eat snacks and things. The more we talk about this, the more I think about myself in school uh-huh. and now I'm just questioning everything. <laughs> Like I used to not be able to focus for very long. So I'd have to get up. Like I snacked so much through my like uh, junior in high school Mm -hmm. because I would just always get up. And that was like the thing I would get up, go get some food, snack some in the kitchen, take it to my desk, sit there. And like, I couldn't focus on one thing. I had to be like eating something or whatever. I played Pokemon a lot while I was doing school. You know who else has this that I don't think you're going to be surprised about? Um, he doesn't have the diagnosis. He has the mannerisms. J West. Yes. Really? Yes. Gets tired when he drinks coffee. Like it calms him down. He doesn't really get sleepy. It just calms him down. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's weird that he still and drinks it in the morning though. He drinks it nonstop That's all the true. time. Um, and then he has to snack when he's studying. Yep. Get up and move around frequently. Yep. My, my pastor, speaking of pastors, my pastor has a bike in the church that he will ride up and down the halls really? in between studying. Oh yeah. My gosh. Yeah. He'll ride it around the block. He'll ride it through the church. Yeah. I read this book once that was, I think it was called how am I smart? And it was about like the different ways, different kids are smart and how they learn. And one of the things it talked about was like when you're moving your feet and stuff or like kids that are fidgety and bouncing their legs, that they do that to keep their brain awake. And so like when you're sitting in church or you're sitting in the classroom, you might like wind your foot around or tap one leg a lot because just the movement is almost like, um, remember the radios that you had to like crank Mm -hmm. to, to get enough power to keep it going? Yeah. That's like what you're doing to your brain. Like by moving your leg or your foot, you're keeping your brain going. Interesting. Yeah. I had a friend once who uh, hated sitting beside me during church because I would do that. I would sit there and fidget my leg. Mm-hmm. I still do. Uh, but I did then too. And they hated it. And so I tried to like stop so that I wouldn't be distracting them during church. And it like caused me physical pain. <laughs> like I couldn't focus on anything other Aww. than not moving my feet. It was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not friends with them anymore. Zacchaeus moves his leg. I mean, we're just going to keep going back and forth on these things that you guys have in common, but like he bounces his leg and it would, we had pews in the last church that we went to. So it, it was a very long pew. Mm-hmm. So there would be like three or four other families sharing a pew. With oh, you. and it shakes the pew. It shakes the, the entire worst. thing and people would get irritated with it. Well, now we have individual chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know like why he's doing it and that he needs to do that to pay attention. And so instead of getting annoyed when he's like bouncing his leg, I'm like, oh, good. He's really trying to pay attention <laughs> to this right now. Yeah, no, I I have experienced the woes of sitting on a pew and shaking the whole thing. <laughs> I've been that guy. Uh, it's the worst. Um, speaking of problems, though, that I have, <laughs> let's just go ahead and make this whole podcast about uh, Nathan's, Nathan's self-diagnosed problems. problems. So I mentioned uh, last week, I believe, that I was house-sitting for my parents. I don't yes. know if I mentioned my spider encounter I don't remember if you were just telling me that story or if we talked about it on the podcast. So maybe just to give us a quick overview of what happened. Yeah. So long story short, my parents live on a farm. I, they were out of town. So I was staying at their house, doing the chores and everything. Well, um, in nature, right around dusk, is that where the sun is setting? Anyway, right around like from 5 p.m. to like 7 p.m. That's whenever spiders are most. Isn't dawn like in the morning? I think you're right. And dusk is in the evening? From Dusk until dawn. Yeah, probably. But that sounds like dusk is in the morning whenever you say it like that. Okay. In the chat, let us know when is dusk and when is dawn. Um, But uh, anyway, so I I was doing their chores during like from like 5 to 7 p.m. Spiders are just super active. That's when they all come out, make their webs, whatever, get some food and everything. And so it, it was a very scary experience. And the very first day that I was doing their chores. Uh, there was a Frisbee in the yard. I was tossing it, just kind of playing with myself. By yourself, yeah, just well, you, playing you know, Frisbee? Yeah, toss it a little bit, walk up. Run after it. it, get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, really okay. Richard said, now Jay West is watching. He has HD. That's kind of funny. Like high definition. 
like like watching it in HD. Oh, oh, oh yeah. You get well, it? Okay. Now he has HD. Um, anyway, so that was really a joke. Um, what was I talking about? Throwing the Frisbee. Thank you. So I threw the Frisbee next to the house. I went to pick it up, but I saw something in the corner of my eye as I was bending down. And so I stopped. I stood an alpaca. up. And right at eye level, like less than six inches away, is this dog. big old spider. Oh, is it a spider? You were close. Yeah, about uh-huh. uh, two legs off uh-huh. there. Um, Wait. Okay. Four legs off. I don't get very close to spiders very often. I forgot how many legs they have. But anyway, it was right freaking there. And so I let out a, a yell that that was very loud. And it wasn't like a scream, okay? It was an actual yell. It was like a comical yell, though. Like, ah! Okay. Uh-huh. But it was a pretty loud yell. Anyway, so I was pretty shook. I did not <laughs> go through. Shook. It was right in front of the basement door. And I did not use that door for the rest of the week. Um, and I also tried to do all the chores before it got too late because I knew there'd be less spiders if did I did. Did you them glance over there every time you passed by just to see if maybe you could see it was still there? Yes. And there was another one on the tr- on one of their trees that's close to the house and I saw it every night as well. <sighs> Freaks and me you out, were dude. running late for the podcast on Friday because there was spiders on the feedback that you needed to get to. Yeah. It I I had to pour some grain into a barrel and it took me probably five minutes and I sweat more during those five minutes than I did like the rest of the week doing actual chores, not because the bag of grain was heavy or anything, but because I saw a spider. And so then I had to check every single side, probably five to 10 times each, and then proceeded to try to move a 50 pound sack of feed with two fingers, like trying to like as little contact as possible. It was terrifying. So obviously Nathan has a very serious fear of spiders. And from the moment I met Nathan, I knew that he had a fear of spiders. Like he made it clear from the very beginning um, that he had a fear of spiders, but it went from being like a funny thing to now I feel really bad for him. Like every single time he talks about like his experience, I'm like, Oh, like it's such a silly thing. Kind of like it's really, but it's like a serious fear that you have Yeah, so much so that this article that, uh, you discovered today about arachnophobia, you you struggled to, to read about it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Webb said dusk is after sunset and before nightfall. Okay, so it wasn't dusk then. It was pre-dusk is whenever all the spiders come out. But they hang out there after sunset. But anyway, um, yeah, so there's now an arachnophobia app, which is an augmented reality that may help overcome fear of spiders i'm gonna scroll up so that you can see a picture of this app but i'm gonna look away while i do it okay okay do you see it yeah so so like there's it shows that there's a spider on your hand when there's really not okay i'm scrolling back down my heart rate actually like just knowing that i was there (laughs) it makes me really sad like that it's that difficult for you um yeah so anyway it's basically exposure therapy is what it is so Mm -hmm. that people with arachnophobia who want to get over it can use the camera, look at their hand or somewhere on their body, and it puts a digital spider across the phone screen. And it shows it like crawling on your hand. And so then the article said that after people have done this for like 30 minutes a day, after like a week, the people who had, no, maybe it was a month. Anyway, the people who had used the app could get closer to a real live spider than people who hadn't used the app. And that's about as far as I read because imagining like, trying to get close to a real life spider really freaked me out and I couldn't finish reading it. But I, I don't think that I could do this app. Whenever I was a kid, I really liked science, but I could never read through the spider sections. Like I would have to put my bookmark in front of the pictures of the spiders or like just skip the page entirely because I could like even looking at a picture of a spider freaks me out. Do you remember when this fear began or do you just always remember being afraid of spiders? Um, so like whenever what I just mentioned, reading through like science as a kid, I don't know how old I was, but it was, uh, you know, probably like third grade or older. Um, but I didn't think that that was like a fear of spiders. I just thought like, oh, I don't want to look at a picture of a spider, you know, it's spooky, it was scary. I can't focus, you know? Um, the, the, the moment I realized that I was like, oh shoot, maybe I'm scared of spiders was whenever I was in the basement with my dad and brother and we were working on something 
And uh, my dad asked me to like pick something up and I went to pick it up. And on the other side of it was a big old like wolf spider. And I remember like throwing it down and backing up a few feet and being like, <laughs> and then my dad looks at me and he's like, are you scared of spiders? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say no at uh-huh. this point. I was like, I, I guess, so, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, I guess I'm scared of spiders. But that was like the, that was the first time that I like admitted that I was scared of spiders and it's only gotten worse since then. Did they make fun of you at first? No. The only person that ever like tried to push the boundaries, uh, was the same friend that told me to stop shaking my leg in church because it was bothering them. Um, <laughs> You're giving me that look cause you know exactly who it is. Yeah. I do. Also, I was thinking, I feel like I've pushed mm. the boundaries with uh, your fear of spiders before I realized how real that fear was. Yeah, Rebecca bought a big old bag of fake spiders <laughs> and would hide them places like under the visor <laughs> and stuff in my car. So when I dropped it, it the spider great would fall. Before I realized that you were like <clears throat> really, really afraid of spiders. It and And that didn't bother me too much because I knew that you didn't realize that it was like. I, I won't say it's severe, but more real it's than severe. you. Real, it's severe. More more realistic than you thought. But at least I had seen your bag of spiders. Mm-hmm. So I knew they were fake whenever that happened. So after the initial shock shed set, set in, mm-hmm. I, I could at least be like, okay, I know this is a fake spider. I can pick it up and put it in the trash. Uh-huh. But even that kind of takes takes a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I've been a practical joker all of my life. I think mostly because my sisters played jokes on me all the time. So I just thought, well, that's fun. I'm going to be a practical joker too. And so for the longest time, way before I met Nathan, I think this started back in high school. I started putting spiders in my passenger seat visor. So whoever my passenger was, when they put the visor down, Mm -hmm. the spider would fall. And it gave me the greatest joy to watch people be scared. I just like to scare people. And like Zacchaeus gets scared really easily. And I hide from him <laughs> all the time and jump out behind stuff and scare him and record like him being scared. And it is, it's one of my favorite activities. He handles it really well. He's almost hit me before though. Yeah. I came real close the last time I hid in the garage on the other side of my vehicle and he came home from work and came like, he went to go run into the garage door and I jumped out from behind my, my vehicle and he raised his fist and then <laughs> stopped himself. And I was like, whoa, I almost got punched. But his reaction was fantastic. Yeah. No, I uh, I don't do that. I mean, I'll, I'll like jump out and scare people like that sometimes. But, you know. Do you really? Occasionally. I've never you, seen you do this. It, usually it's little kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. But no, I don't know, man. Anyway, you don't think you would ever try this app to help? No, help I, I'm I'm serious when I say I don't think I could do it. And, and it's not. What if it was like clearly a cartoon spider? Like, could you start with that? I don't even like playing video games with spiders in them. Well, video games can be very realistic. Yeah, but it's clearly a video game. But what if it was like clearly like a fluffy, cute spider with like googly eyes? Um, it doesn't scare me. I just don't like it. Like Charlotte's Web, nah, not my thing. Charlotte's Web made me like spiders. Nope, never, uh, not my thing. One time, um, we had a really big spider outside of our kitchen window, and our kitchen was on the second floor of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grace and I named it Charlotte, and like all of fall, the spider was there, and we would say hi to Charlotte every day. Grace was pretty small at the time. But Charlotte was like our pet spider. And one day, Zacchaeus was outside playing, and he noticed there was a spider outside the kitchen window. And he took the broom and crushed Charlotte while we were sitting in the kitchen admiring her. <laughs> and like he crushed her in front of us, and Grace is like crying. She's like, Charlotte, no! I'm like yelling at Zacchaeus to stop, but it was too late. He'd already already crushed uh, charlotte that's funny he would have been your hero oh yeah for sure i uh i will say you know what did help though hmm. whenever i was an older teenager probably like 18 i decided 
that I would only kill spiders if they were inside the house. I made a pact with spiders. Sat down and had a conversation Mm -hmm. with all the spiders. That if they came into my home and bothered me, I would kill them. But I would not kill them if I was in their home, a.k.a. outside. Because it just didn't make sense. It was like, okay, if I don't want a spider to come into my house and kill me, then I'm not going to go into their domain and kill them. So... I stopped killing like big old spiders, which is really hard when you live out in the country and you see like wolf spiders that are like two inches in diameter. Mm-hmm. That's that's really big uh, from leg to leg, I guess. You know, anyway, they're huge. They're uh-huh. freaking massive. And you and I don't, I'm just supposed to let that thing go. Mm-hmm. And that actually helped. Uh, and how did it help? Um, it, 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 it honestly, it, it gave me this mentality of like whenever I saw a spider in the house, first off, yes, it would scare me. But then there was like that, dude, come on, we have an agreement. And so then I would kill it. I also started seeing less spiders in the house after I did that. So the talk worked. Yeah, I think so. So it's kind of like you guys have a mutual respect for each other. Right. And anytime I see a spider inside of the house, I don't hold it against the spiders that stay outside. Okay. Because, you know, he's just doing his thing. It's just a rebellious spider. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like the spider president is, like, sending in spies, unless it is. <laughs> you just figured it out. <sighs> Wait a second. I know I couldn't trust him. Okay, I have a hero story. We were just talking about um, Zacchaeus could be your hero for killing the spider. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus was all of our hero last night. Um, Grace has a friend that was driving her home and got a flat tire on the way home, like as he was pulling into our neighborhood. And so John Wesley and I were out on a walk and we saw that he had the flat tire. So we swooped in to help. We thought we were going to be the heroes until we realized um, we couldn't change his tire. Why? Like, there was three of us out there. There was four of us, three of us attempting to change the tire. But when we use like the tire iron thing, it would, the the bolts were on so tight that we couldn't get them off with the tire iron. So um, I called Zacchaeus, my son, who's a mechanic, and was like, "Hey, do you have your your impact um, impact drill? Drill, yeah." And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "And I told him what was going on and whose car it was." And he's like, "Yeah, that's uh, probably an eighteen. Grab that bit." I'm like, "You just off the top of his head, okay?" And he's like, "But grab a twenty-one just in case." So I run up there with it. We all, we're trying it. JOS tries it. We can't get the bolts off. The 18 is apparently too big. 21 is going to be way too big. Mm -hmm. The other ones were too small. And so we, we were like, all right, well, we'll just stand here and wait for Zacchaeus to get home then. So Zacchaeus is rushing home because he knows that he's needed. So he comes walking up. Gets out of his truck. I mean, he just walks up like a boss, grabs his impact drill, grabs the 18 like he told us to do, and like NASCAR's this vehicle. Like, yeah, so fast. Had that tire off in like seconds and the spare on. He's And then drops the car down and he's like, there you go. You're good to go. Like that fast. Like hero of the day. Were you so proud Hero as, as the, a mother? I was super proud of him. Like, I was like, you know, when your kid like learns to do something like that you can't do, you know? Oh, I can totally relate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody's got that thing like that they can do better than most people, right? Oh, like, I have lots of those like, things. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, if we think of like in a family <laughs> situation, there's got to be like, one family member can do stuff that the other family members can't do. Mm-hmm. Like if we had family that needed to edit audio, I mean, they would be calling us in, right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I can't think of anything else. I, I got examples. Mm-hmm. Okay. My dad was a carpenter. My mm-hmm. oldest brother does all sorts of computer techie stuff. Mm-hmm. My oh, that's true. Second oldest brother. He's the family mechanic. Uh-huh. He just does all the car stuff. And, uh, I, uh, my sister likes horses and my other sister is really good at baking. <laughs> You're just talking about hobbies. <laughs> my, my youngest my sister, sister has, likes to color. Uh, my, my youngest sister, she, uh, is married and, and she has a baby. A, she's an artist. Like she can paint stuff. That's and, true. And she's yeah. the only person in my family that can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, uh, 
and basically no help in any practical situation. Oh, but you were help today when Grace's friend right. got the new tire. And um, Grace and I were, were out there trying to help. Also, her friend didn't know a lot about putting on a tire. This, I'm pretty sure this was the first tire that he's put on before in his life. Well, and it wasn't a great uh, time to do it. It was like dusk. Yes. Well, it, was it pre-dusk? No, I think it was dusk. It was It was after okay. After sunset you know before dusk nightfall. Dusk was probably very accurate Thank you. description there. Thank you. Um anyway, we didn't even know how to like release the jack and I was going to look it up on YouTube and I was like forget it. I came into the house and I was like Nathan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can, do you know how to release a jack? And Nathan went out there and, and helped get him situated and get that tire changed. And in a house where there's a mechanic, you got to be the, the mechanical hero today. Well, uh, fortunately for me, Zach wasn't there and neither was Jay West. So <laughs> I was effectively the man of the house in that moment. And so I had to really show up, you know. Yep. Got your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Got the tire changed. Got the tire changed. I did let uh, the one, the, the whoever's freaking car it was, I let him do most of the work, though, so that he could learn. Yeah. You know? And that, But there's nothing that gives you more confidence when you figure something out like that. So that someday when you're, you're stuck on the side of the road, you're like, no, I've done this before. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, I know what to do. But that is a whole different situation. Have you ever been stuck on the side of the road and you have to get out the like jank <clears throat> jack that comes with the car and put on a yeah donut? So recently, spare that, that happened to to Zacchaeus, and he didn't want to. He didn't have a spare because he has the Fiat and it's it's real little. Mm-hmm. But he had another full size tire, and so he at home, oh, not, in, oh, not oh. in the car. I was like, huh? it was at home. So he he called my husband and was like. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I'm on the side of the road. I've blown a tire. I need you to bring my tire and the impact drill and my bit. And he was like, I'm not even going to attempt this. He's like, I'm just <laughs> sitting in my car until he brings all of my uh, tools and and supplies. And then uh, Jay West got there and he NASCAR'd that thing on the side of the road. But he did it with all of his normal tools. Kay. He was like, I'm not, I'm not putting a donut on. I'm not using the in the car jack stuff. I yeah. I won't give him a hard time because I know that he knows how to use that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it at least once in your life. Yeah, not unless you have to. If he had to wait for the tire anyway, he yeah. was using his his good tools. That's true. In his defense, if I had during the situation that I had to do that, if I was closer to home, I too would have called my dad and had him just bring a jack and, a, uh-huh. and an impact. But I I was in the city. I was like 45 minutes from home. So I, you know... <clears throat> How to be a man about it and just, you know, fix the problem. <laughs> it's fine. Zach will get there at some point. I've never had to change a tire on the side of the road, but I did take a class in high school where I learned how to do all the mechanical stuff, like like all your basic car care stuff. Yeah. And uh, my dad was really good at making sure that I learned how to do all of that and made me do it on my own at home. Yep. Same. Um, it's a weird feeling whenever your dad is the one holding the flashlight. <laughs> Very strange. Uh, but I did get to use the experience that I got from being in that situation. Whenever uh-huh. my brother-in-law, it happened to him on the side of the road and we were driving behind them. So we pulled over and I was able to like help them out. Look at you. I know. Here, once again, Webb said, ever drive a car that doesn't have a spare tire? I have two cars that don't come with a spare. Call roadside assistance. Hmm. Or Jay Wes. Or Jay Wes. No, no matter where you are, Jay Wes <laughs> will make the drive. Yeah, not that he knows how to... Okay, let me give him some credit. He does now. But there was a time where he did not know how to do that stuff. And he has really branched out and mm-hmm. figured those things out. And now you can call him for roadside assistance. Yep. I'll but be most re- of the time we call our son. I'll be real. Half the stuff that... Half the car stuff JOS talks to me about. Uh-huh. No idea what he's talking about. He's usually talking to you about speaker systems. Well, that stuff I do know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he mentions like, oh, I got this part for my truck. And I'm like, I don't know where that goes. But I just let him talk. Yep. Mansplaining. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. You get to hear about my uh, not ADHD and also my spider problem. Get that doctor's appointment scheduled. I probably won't, though. So it's a good idea, though. 
Anyway, we will be back on Friday with a live stream. We'd love to see you there. I feel like since we're coworkers, I should have some medical or some say in your medical care. No. No, I don't think that's how that works. But my career depends on like you. So you admit it. I never denied it. She admitted it. Uh, What's your name? See you later. My name's Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. <laughs> oh, and- oh. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>